We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Colts started the season off with a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars by the score of 31 to 21. In today's episode, we're going to look at some studs and duds from Sunday's action. Let's get to it. All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to Bring the Juice. Your guy, Cody, here, back for another one, guys. Like I mentioned at the beginning, the Indianapolis Colts faced off against the Jacksonville Jaguars for their first game of the 2023 season. The final result, I'm sure, was not what the Colts wanted it to be, but it was a very competitive game throughout this matchup. The Colts actually went into this game up in the fourth quarter Going into the fourth quarter, the Colts were up in this game, and they unfortunately had a couple of things not go their way, and the pendulum very much swung in Jacksonville. They scored two back-to-back touchdowns, and ultimately that was the difference in this game. So with that being said, there were some players who played very, very well for Indianapolis and some players who didn't play so well for the Colts. And so in this video, I kind of want to talk about a few from each side, a few studs and a few duds. Uh, I always want to try to get some of the bad ones right out of the way at the beginning. So I'll start with some of the duds. The big one has to be Dion Jackson. I mean, this guy, talk about a poor performance. I mean, I don't know if I've seen a more poor performance than Dion Jackson had running the football yesterday. I mean, he had 14 yards on 13 carries, averaging like 1.1 yards per carry. He didn't score, had two critical fumbles in the game, and just overall did not look very effective at all, not to mention he had a couple drops. And just overall was very much of a hindrance towards the Colts than a solution here. So for me, you know, very rarely do I say something like this, and you rarely, very rarely see a player perform that poorly. But could this be a situation where Deion Jackson doesn't see the field for the rest of the year? I think it was that bad. I mean, some people, I know Kevin Bowen said, this is a potentially cuttable game. Like, that's how poor Deion Jackson played in this game. So certainly didn't do himself any favors in this game. You know, a game where he got the majority of the carries with, you know, Zach Moss missing this first game. You know, different guys like Evan Hall left the game early. Looks like he's going to miss some extended time. 
So it was really Deion Jackson and Jake Funk, and really Deion Jackson had an opportunity, and he really did not make the most of it at all. So I would say don't be surprised if the Colts go out and sign an outside free agent. I think it's almost a must at this point, especially with Evan Hall. You know, now being uncertain, probably going to miss a couple weeks with that knee injury that took him out of the game. So I just think you have to have a situation where you have at least two running backs ahead of Deion Jackson. Because I think playing Deion Jackson at this point is a worst case scenario because of how poor he played. So, I mean, it has to be the first one that you talk about. And the main one that you talk about there is just Deion Jackson and how poor he truly did play in this game. I mean, it was pretty wild how bad it was for Deion Jackson. So that was the first guy that you got to talk about. One of the worst performances you'll see from a running back, Deion Jackson, here in week number one for Indianapolis. Uh, a few other players that I also want to kind of highlight as well. You know, The offensive line, uh, it's kind of a controversial one because some people say the offensive line didn't look that bad. Some people like me say, well, you average what you average. And also you allowed four sacks. I know it wasn't for that much you know, of a loss in terms of yardage. But really, you probably, if, if Anthony Richardson wasn't you know, more mobile than he is, if he was a lot less mobile like the Colts had last year, that could have easily been six or seven sacks. I mean, that's how poor the offensive line played. Now, I will say, as poor as they played, Bernard Ryman looked really, really good. He was actually the highest-graded offensive, uh, offensive lineman for the Colts in this game. But, you know, really, I feel like especially Braden Smith did not look good at tackle. And the interior of the offensive line really struggled to get a push at times. They were really poor in the short, you know, to intermediate game a lot of times. They could not establish the run at all. You know, they really struggled to pass protect. There were some communication issues. Overall, it wasn't a great day for the offensive line. Now, we've seen far worse from this offensive line, but I definitely think it was that left a lot to be desired in this game. And they really need to have a strong bounce back week here in week number two against Houston. So that definitely was one. The offensive line in general, really outside of Bernard Ryman, wasn't all that special at all. Really was not great when it comes to that. I think another dud was really. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Has to be kind of the weapons around Anthony Richardson. You know, we already mentioned Deion Jackson, but I was kind of underwhelmed by certain aspects of it, especially Alec Pierce, who just didn't get hardly any targets at all, didn't make an impact on this game. 
And he's just continued to not show a whole lot here in year number two when it comes to game time. So just felt like the weapons were a little bit lacking for Anthony Richardson at times. I will say the fact that they got Michael Pittman more involved in the second half, I want to even see more of that moving forward because I think he is a solid player when you do throw the ball his way. But I just felt like the weapons overall and the support system for Richardson on the offensive side of things was not great in week number one. You definitely need to see a lot more. I kind of already mentioned running back offensive line, but some of the weapons, you want to see more out of them. One more dot I want to talk about here is the special teams unit. I honestly felt like that unit was a big letdown in this matchup, you know, from some shanked punts from Rigoberto Sanchez to really the, the punt return that you allowed. You know, Rigo had a good punt around the five-yard line, and you allowed – Jamal Agnew to get it all the way back to your side of the field. So the special teams definitely did not help Indianapolis at all and really helped swing the pendulum in favor of Jacksonville in this game. So really was not impressed by them. They definitely need a bounce back game as well. And then moving on now to some of the studs. There's a lot of studs, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I think you got to mention the defensive line in general. I mean, Quiddy Pay, one of the best rush win rates. I believe he was third in the NFL in pass rush win rate in week number one. So he looked really, really good. DeForest Buckner was top 10 in pass rush win rate. They both had a sack in this game. Samson Abukam had a couple nice tackles in the backfield, and he was in on a sack as well, although he doesn't officially count. Um, Taekwon Lewis, I thought, looked really good. Grover Stewart still a monster against the run. So Felt like this Colts defensive line, as bad as the offensive line was in key situations and, and in a lot of ways of you know dominating the line of scrimmage, the defensive line was equally as impressive against Jacksonville in the ways that they were able to really limit Jacksonville for the majority of the game. You know, when it came to running the football, they were able to get after Trevor Lawrence quite a bit. Felt like they had a pretty good day, all things considered, and they really whooped the Jaguars' offensive line in this game. So definitely want to talk about them. They definitely deserve a ton of credit. Got to talk about the linebackers as well, because I thought they played very well, specifically Zaire Franklin, who led the Colts with 18 tackles, was one of the highest-graded players on the Colts' defense, according to Pro Football Focus. You know, he had 18 tackles, a forced fumble, all that stuff was flying around the field and was consistently in the right place at the right time. He continues to be in the heart and soul of that defense. And I think EJ Speed was just as good. Although the stats don't necessarily reflect it, EJ Speed had some really, really nice plays. He was actually the highest graded pro football focused player on the Colts defense. So I think he definitely deserves a ton of credit there. Definitely want to highlight him because I thought he did a great job. You know, Shaq Leonard was all right, but I think those two guys were the best two linebackers and the best two players, honestly, on the defense, in my opinion, maybe outside of DeForest Buckner. So definitely want to highlight them as well. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And then the final guy we have to talk about when it comes to the studs 
is quarterback Anthony Richardson. Now, if you were asking me to give a grade on Richardson, I'd probably, I'm kind of torn anywhere from a C plus to a solid B. Anywhere in that range, I feel like is pretty acceptable when it comes to Richardson. It, it really depends how you, you know, look at it. You know, how much blame do you accrue to Richardson for some of the sacks? How much blame do you accrue to the personnel around him? I think that's a little subjective. But when it comes to Richardson himself, I thought he looked like really poised at times, but he also looked like a rookie at times. He had some moments where he got out of rhythm. He threw some inaccurate throws. He turned the ball over that one time. You know, so it wasn't a perfect game for Richardson, but I think for a week one game of your rookie season, if that's what you're going to put, I I think that's a pretty solid number, completing, you know, 65% of your passes, scoring twice. I think that's a pretty solid game for Richardson, and he do wonder if he had a more better supporting cast, specifically in the run game, how much better could Richardson have been in this game? So, you know, a lot of things that we expected to see, you know, some high highs, Definitely some low lows at times, although I do think the highs outweighed the lows for the most part. And the Colts kind of got out of sync for a while there on offense. But And Richardson also needs to protect himself better. You know, Trevor Lawrence, it was one of the things that he told Richardson after the game was, man, you got to protect yourself better. You you just can't – you got you to go down. You can't take those hits that are unnecessary. So we'd like to see Richardson do those things, clean those things up, protect himself better. But overall, was very impressed with him, and I thought he looked like a stud considering it was his first ever real game with live bullets flying. I thought he looked pretty poised and pretty good out there. Certainly a lot, you know, to continue to refine and improve on before a week one game. I thought he looked pretty studly to me. So, guys, that'll do it for my thoughts on some studs and duds for the Indianapolis Colts in this first game of the 2023 season. If you are new to the channel, be sure to hit the like button. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to turn on the notification bell so that you are in the know when we drop new videos just like like this one. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts.